Now, Connect FM Sports puts every play under review with Bob Anderson, Dave Glass, and Dave Herzing. We're making a list and checking it twice. Who's naughty and who's been nice? We'll discuss some figures in the sports world and give our verdict. Do you have a Christmas wish list? We certainly do. We'll share the gifts we would like to see delivered to the Steelers, Penguins, and Pirates in the year ahead. The NFL regular season is winding down and the standings are close in our weekly pick'em contest. We'll update you on where we stand and make our Week 16 picks. I'm Bob Anderson. I'm Dave Herzing. And I'm Dave Glass. Stay tuned as we discuss these topics and more as we go under review. Sponsored by Smith Lawn and Landscaping and Dr. Greg Lineski at Wise Eyes. On Connect FM, your only local news radio. the best time of the year I don't know if there'll be snow but have a cup of cheer and we're back ladies and gentlemen and if you could only see the studio right now the Daves are twirling and dancing and it is a great time of year guys and it's good to be back with you after a week off how are you oh that song makes me think I'm five again I that that my parents had that that Burl Ives on repeat for the whole month of December when I was a kid so that just oh that's a perfect song good memories absolutely good stuff mine was uh, Gene Autry the uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer version the old time cowboy had so that was pretty good stuff too you know and what else is nice Dave D is your your mic is coming in hot tonight. yeah I noticed that too yeah my now mine's not working yeah normally you can barely this mic i don't know what's been going on maybe it's a christmas miracle here (laughs) all right well let's talk a little bit about some other christmas miracles today uh and and some that have gone the other way so the steelers they they've had a very disappointing season here and uh before we get to our naughty or nice list i wanted to put you guys in charge of the team for a few minutes what is the first thing you would do following the season to get the team back on track Oh, the first thing I would do. Well, I think the first thing I would do, and I, I've been the Tomlin guy, is I would let him go. I, I think I would because wow, it's big. not just, look, they have a talent problem, and that's not all on him. I think it's partly on him, but it's not all on him. But they have a major, major selfishness problem right now. We talked about Pickens before we went on the air. You can see it all over this team. They're kind of stabbing each other in the back. There's a lot of stuff being said in the media. I think he's lost them. And you know what? That's He's been there a long time. He's been there a long time. And it's okay. Sometimes the message just it runs out. And it's no disrespect to him. I still think he's a great coach. I think if he goes somewhere else, he'll have a lot of success. But I do think if I'm ownership and I'm looking at this, it's not just that they're losing, it's how they're losing. And getting run over by the backups by Indianapolis after you lose to two, two and 10 teams in a row, come on, that's bad. Yeah, the the, the, the measuring stick that I'm using for the, the fire Tomlin uh, – uh, crowd, and I 100% agree with you, is Bill Belichick. When you look at what Belichick's accomplished, it, it doesn't even, I mean, it makes Steelers fans sick. They lost opportunities you know, with, when Ben was there and, and all that talent, and Belichick beat Tomlin almost every single time. Um, they got rid of Belichick, who's arguably the greatest coach of all time in NFL history. Um, so there's no reason why they can't get rid of Tomlin. He is drastically under underachieved when you look when he had the talent of Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell and Ben Roethlisberger at the height of their careers what did he actually do with it um so yeah i i think uh, but in the short term though i think what they would they should do is trade tj watt 
Hmm. I think trading Watt would be a huge uh, thing for the Steelers. Load up on some draft picks and rebuild. I agree. And and we're going to get to that when we get to our presence about the Steelers. Uh, we're kind of on the same page here. But um, let's get to our naughty or nice list here. And uh, I'll start us off with an easy one. George Pickens. I'm sure he's going to make everybody's naughty list, right? He has to. I, I mean, all of us have played sports on some level. It, it's a team game. Football is the ultimate team game. Uh, you have to be working in unison. A guy openly admitting that he was trying to avoid injury and didn't want to be blocking for what could have been a, a, a touch, looked like it would have been a certain touchdown if he would have made that block. That's just so disheartening when you have that level of talent that George Pickens has and uh, to have that kind of attitude. It, it's time to let him go. I honestly think at the end of the season they need to ship him out. Well, I don't know about shipping him out, but I, I would sit him for a game. I yeah. mean, what do you have to lose? I mean, okay, yeah, he's got talent. That's great. Lots of guys have talent. But the other p- players in your team are watching how he's being treated. And as far as I can tell, he hasn't even been benched for a series, really. He's been talked to. He's been talked about. I'd sit him this week. I mean, what, who cares? You're probably not making the playoffs anyway. You need to send him. If, if you're Tomlin and you want this job, you have to send a message to your team that you're just not going to tolerate it. Yeah, we were talking about that before we got on the air, D, about uh, running at practice and accountability. And, you know, there has to be discipline. And, and the guys are watching here. So I agree with you. How about John Runyon? I bet you don't know that name. He's the John NFL Runyon. VP of operations. No, he and used he, to be a lineman, I think, which oh, is how well, I remember him Maybe from. Maybe that's the same guy. I don't know, but... <laughs> He handed out a season-long, the rest of the season-long suspension to to Monte KZ. And in the letter, he wrote, quote, you are involved in a play that the league considers a serious violation of the playing rules. The video shows you delivered a forcible blow to the head-neck area of Colts receiver Michael Pittman Jr., who was in a defenseless posture. Your actions were flagrant. What do you guys think? Is he on the nice or naughty list? Can I start? No, you start. No, 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 no. no, no. I I, listen. There's so many different ways you can interpret that. Um, But the rule is in place for player protection. Um, You know, and and he's a repeat offender. Uh, I'm not trying to stray too far from the topic of conversation, but uh, you know how much I love the NBA. They just suspended Draymond Green and Green indefinitely the other day because he's a repeat offender. This is the type of thing that, you know, that KZ has done before. Um, I, honestly, you, you can't have that in the game of football. Uh, so, yeah, I, I see no problem with it. So kudos to Runyon. I'm going to go the other way on this one pretty hard because here's my thing. The receiver dove for the ball. And when you do that, you change the angle. So the defender had committed to, the, to making the hit. Now the receiver is lowering because he's diving. So now your point of contact is automatically going to be higher on the receiver. And I'm going to read you a quote from an Indianapolis Colts coach Hmm. that came out this week. Um, And that would be uh, Mike Mitchell. He's a former Steeler. So let's be fair. I remember that name. He said, I don't know what to tell my safeties anymore. I just let them, the receivers, catch it. If I was a wideout, I would dive for every catch. That would ensure no contact and a completed pass. Now, I don't necessarily agree with this next one. He finishes it saying, playing deep safety in today's NFL where rules are made mostly by people who have never played is tough. I, players always go to the you've never played the game argument, which I don't, I don't really care for that part of it. But when I saw the hit live, I, I was okay with the flag because it was a hard hit. There's no question he was defenseless. I could totally see where the refs had to throw the flag. I wasn't crazy at the time at all about even ejecting him for the game and ejecting and then suspending him for the season. 
if you slow that down, I'm not even sure it was an illegal hit. I'm not sure. It's borderline. And, and, and to do this for the season, I think you have to say that there was intent to injure. And I didn't see intent to injure. I saw intent to break up a play. And you're putting the referees and the defenders in an impossible situation. I, I, because I agree with Mitchell. If he dives, if, if you've got a receiver who dives, for, how are you supposed to break that up? I mean, what are you supposed yeah, you to do? you can't go any lower. Yeah, you know? I, I don't honestly know what to say to that play. I mean, he it's just like if in hockey, if you see a guy coming at you and you turn and then you get hit from behind, it's the same kind of thing. You have put yourself in that position. You have to learn how to take a hit. And look, I get it. I can see the other side. And I'm, I have been for 10 years, maybe 20 High man on we've got to get dangerous hits out of the game. We have to protect the head. I get all that. And 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 again, I wasn't even upset about the flag. I, I can understand the flag. But this seems like it's totally over the top. And I will even concede the repeat offender piece. But man, oh man, that sends a tough message to your defense, your other defenders. All right, let's see if we can get a few in here before the uh, buzzer sounds. How about Shohei Otani? He left the Angels as a free agent to sign a record-setting $700 million contract with the Dodgers. And not only that, but reports came out that he's going to take $2 million a season for the next, what, uh, 10 years there? He's going to take $680 million as a lump sum. I was reading that most of that is to avoid paying California's top tax rate at that at you know during his playing time so he'll probably more or less leave at the end of that contract so what do you guys think is he naughty or nice oh he's nice this is not he's, he's taking advantage of the system the dodgers are the ones if you want to be mad at anybody be mad at the dodgers they're the one who's offered this wacky contract i never blame players for taking money and hey if they want to take it over 50 years no, what if he's if I'm him? It's like and think about what Sidney Crosby's done for all these years, taking less in the present to make sure they can afford more under the cap. And it's, I know there's tax implications, but there's also team implications to what Otani's doing. He wants to win. Good for him. I'm actually just excited to be able to see Otani more now that he's not an American League team coming to PNC Park once. Um, he's a, a transcendent player, generational talent. Uh, you knew this type of contract was coming. Um, the, the Dodgers are, are one of the favorites to get Yamamoto from Japan, them and the Yankees. Um the Dodgers are going to be really tough to beat. When you got Tyler Glasnow as possibly your sixth starter, uh, I don't know how you beat a team like that. But baseball, as my friend Dan Dennison says, it's the great equalizer. So, I mean, you look at what, what happened here in the postseason. You, you can't buy championships, but the Dodgers are certainly trying. That's for sure. All right. How about John Hines? He's the head coach of the Minnesota Wild. He elected to go with Philip Gustafson in net on Monday instead of playing Flurry in Pittsburgh, maybe for the last time naughty or nice well you know i i saw flurry's quotes i saw some pittsburgh writers quotes on it and they all said look pittsburgh uh, guys you know the veterans don't like playing him he doesn't really like playing when he comes here you know he's already had a couple welcome backs and so it be in the beginning i was like all right i'm okay with this and then i realized they played back to back and he was going to play the next night anyway and i'm like all right, that's unless he specifically asked not to play. That was pretty harsh. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a little bit naughty on that one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, hey, it, it, the last time he's gonna be there, I think it would have been great for the fans, great for Flurry, great for uh, the Penguins' former teammates. So yeah, I'd say naughty on that. I mean, it would have been great to see Flower back in the net. 
All right, we're going to keep the Christmas theme going here and unwrap some presents under the tree when we return. Stay with us on this special holiday version of Under Review, sponsored by Smith Lawn and Landscaping and Dr. Greg Lineski. Hi, it's Jenny from your local Big Deal store. This holiday season, give a gift your friends and family will love and use. Big Deal's gift certificates spend like cash, and best of all, you're supporting local businesses. At our Big Deal store, you'll find all kinds of businesses, from restaurants to entertainment to car care. So head over to our website and start stuffing those stockings. Shop local. Buy local. Save big. Shop DuboisBigDeals.com and see what you can save today. Nay, I got this one. Listen, if you're looking for a great Christmas gift that you can buy online, print out, and give immediately, get Monsters Fest 7 tickets at MonstersFest.com. That's right, Mom. MonstersFest.com. And early bird tickets are still on sale. Save 20 bucks a ticket at MonstersFest.com. And Merry Christmas! Come eat, drink, and be merry at Rocky Grill and Bar in Brockway. Get in the spirit Friday and Saturday nights with Taryn Harbridge's Holiday Concerto, featuring angelic violin music from this local virtuoso. And ring in the new year December 31st with dinner served from 2 p.m. till 9.30 with appetizers, cocktails, and champagne till midnight. Rock around the Christmas tree and into 2024 at Rocky Grill. Main Street Brockway and therockygrill.com. See specials and hours on Facebook. Hi, I'm Dave Kias, host of Barbecue Radio Nation, along with my co-host, barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. Every week we will be giving you the best tips on how you can grill and smoke your favorite meats, vegetables, and even desserts. Whether you're a beginner or a seasoned expert, our show is designed to help you become a better backyard barbecuer. So be sure and tune in every Saturday morning right here on Connect FM 99.7 and 96.7 and online at connectradio.fm. Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on Connect FM. In the Pennsylvania Army National Guard, get a head start on a career in exciting fields, including science, communications, engineering, and medicine, all while earning money for your education. This training will boost your eligibility for a high-paying and rewarding profession, and you can get it all while serving part-time in your community. To learn more about the Pennsylvania Army National Guard, visit nationalguard.com PA and talk to a recruiter today. Paid for by the Pennsylvania Army National Guard. Keeping your eye on the ball is the key to playing sports well. Let Wise Eyes coach you into sturdy shatter and contact-resistant eyewear. Whether your child plays sports... You love extreme sports or you work in hazardous construction zones. You need sharp vision while protecting your eyes. Dr. Lineski is a leader in clinical eye care and takes the time to explain your eye test results. Proud to support local sports programs, Wise Eyes has served our community for over 20 years. Commons Drive to Boys and at MyWiseEyes.com. I'm Dan Kennard with your Connect FM local youth sports beat, sponsored by Wise Eyes at the Dubois Commons and Dr. Greg Lineski. We begin by going back to last Thursday. It was a big day for Dubois Central Catholic's Lady Cardinals and for Kaylee Risser. DCC's Kaylee Risser hit the 1,000-point mark in her high school career, and Dubois Central Catholic defeated Warren 41-34. Risser started the game needing only two points to hit the 1,000-point mark, so the landmark was reached in the first quarter. Risser would go on to lead the Lady Cardinals with 16 points in that game. She is the 10th Lady Cardinal all-time 
to score 1,000 points or more. Checking other District 9 basketball results and boys games on Saturday. Ridgeway upended Venango Catholic 49-18. And in a girls matchup Saturday, Ridgeway beat Countersport 45-20. On Monday in boys games, Clarion upended Dubois Central Catholic by a 56-50 score. Brockway notched a 66-39 win over Forest Area. Clearfield fell to Tyrone 78-49. It was Bradford with a 58-54 win over Ridgeway in overtime. And Kerwinsville put together a 67-59 win over Claysburg-Kimmel. In that game, the Golden Tide's Davis Fleming scored 21 points. On Monday in girls' action, Brockway was a 60-32 winner over Kerwinsville. Brockway's Sophia Schmader had a triple-double, 26 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 steals. Dubois lost to Monotaw 56-27. It was Elk County Catholic getting a 65-29 win over Kane, and the Lady Chucks of Punxsutawney beat Clarion 53-31. And in Tuesday games for the boys, Elk County Catholic got a 52-46 win over the Dubois Beavers. Lance O'Neill scored 26 points for ECC, and the Crusaders improved to 5-0. Red Bank Valley downed Punxsutawney 65-37. In a couple of girls games on Tuesday, Claysburg-Kimmel was a 45-38 winner over Kerwinsville, and it was Ridgeway beating Bradford 57-36. Now checking District 9 Wrestling on Saturday. Brookville finished 19th at the King of the Mountain Tournament, which involved 32 teams. Brookville's Cole Householder earned a third-place finish, and Gavin Hanna finished 5th at that tournament. Meanwhile, Adam Bimel and Andrew Wolfanger took home individual titles as St. Mary's finished 6th in the team standings at the 50-team Panther Holiday Classic that went on in Crescent on Saturday. And in matches on Tuesday, St. Mary's beat Dubois 43-19, St. Mary's recording five pins in that one, and Clearfield got a 48-20 victory over Brookville. Clearfield won three bouts by fall, four more by forfeit. Gavin Hanna did record a pin for Brookville, and Cole Householder won by Tech Fall for the Raiders. That's this week's local youth sports beat on Connect FM, sponsored by Dr. Greg Lineski and Wise Eyes at the Dubois Commons. Now, let's go back to Under Review on Connect FM. Here again, Bob Anderson, Dave Glass, and Dave Herzing. Welcome back to Under Review, and we're going to keep the holiday theme going. Christmas is Monday, guys, and we're going to unwrap some presents here. Thought we'd do some shopping for our beloved Pittsburgh teams. So we're going to do the uh, give, each give a gift to the Pirates, then the Steelers, and the Penguins. And then if we have time, we'll gift something to each other as well. <laughs> Let's start with the Pirates. And Dave, I know you're the biggest Pirate fan here. Well, D's pretty close, but we'll give it to you. We know how much you love baseball. We'll I do. I, I don't know if my, if my answer is going to be in bounds. If it's not, you can tell me I have to change. Hey, but, it's Christmas. Anything right. goes. Anything goes? A new yeah. owner. Yeah, and there you go. Full stop. If they have a new owner, anything's possible. Yeah, I, absolutely. Uh, they're never going to win anything with with nothing there. I think the ownership group, 
uh, you know, the the people in charge, you know, Charrington and those, they're doing what they can. Um, but when you're fighting with one hand tied behind your back, it's pretty tough. Uh, I would actually like to give the Pirates a uh, Cy Young candidate who I, I know Mitch Keller started the season, looked pretty good, and then he kind of tailed off. Um, I'd like to be able to see them have a legitimate Cy Young candidate. That might put them in at least the wild card race. I like that, and that'd look good with Paul Skeens too. Yes. It's, it's amazing, though, guys. You know, I think the best pitcher in baseball is a guy named um, Garrett Cole. Didn't, didn't he pitch for pitch? Oh, and, you know, that Glasnow guy, that name's me. You could build a Cy Young rotation with the guys they've traded away. Yeah. And that – is depressing yes it is well a new owner is the obvious choice i'm going to give him a salary cap and that goes to mlb in general you know with the salary cap comes a salary floor and if you have bob nutting you gotta make him spend so let's give him a, a salary floor at the very least all right, next up is the Steelers. D, we'll let you give them the first gift. I would like to say, we just talked about this in the last segment. I would like to give the Steelers a new head coach. <laughs> Fire Tomlin. Hashtag get lost. The only time I'll say anything's better than hashtag get lost is the hashtag Fire Tomlin uh, hashtag. So that's pretty great. So I say Fire Tomlin. All right, well, I, I'm not going to fire him. I'm going to trade him. So I'm going to call up the Chargers, and I'm going to offer them Mike Tomlin, a first-round pick, and T.J. Watt. For Justin Herbert. That's not and we're bad. We're going to unwrap Justin Herbert <laughs> and put him in a Steelers uniform. He can be the next Big Ben. Well, that, that's not bad. I don't know. Who says no there? I'll bet the Chargers probably say no. But, um, And I'm not sure I would make that trade. I don't like giving up first-round picks. You know, they're, they're pretty valuable. But I, it, whatever it takes to find a franchise quarterback. So that's what I would gift them is something better than what they have. I I think that they've got one quarterback that's on this roster that's NFL caliber, and that's that's Pickett, and he might be backup quality. The other two are have clearly proven that they're not. Um, and I know we're going to see the Rudolph experience, but I'm telling you, there's a – it's just like with the Dobbs thing. Whenever, you know, it's like, just wait. He's going to show why he's been traded five times. Mason Rudolph's about to show – I believe why he has never established himself, and he, he's not the answer. Well, everybody loves the backup, right? Until he plays. Yes, just like uh, that's Bill right. Trubisky. or or Pittsburgh. The injures love dudes with nicknames. So anybody you can attach a clever nickname to that they could yell out or make a bootleg T-shirt from that too. <laughs> I have to say though, and I'm going to circle away from this just a hair. You know, everybody loves Flurry now. We all love Flurry. He's great. He's fun. He's a prankster. I remember 10 years ago when he was everybody was ready to be rid of him. In 2012, he was horrible in the playoffs. They should have won that series. In 2013, I thought they were a cup team, and he got benched, if you remember. He did. It was the backup who got them to the conference final. He had his moments where he was not in favor at all. And I'm not – look, great guy, Hall of Famer, all that stuff. But even he oh, yeah. was not always the favorite. Oh, yeah. And, and by the way, as far as a new head coach goes, how about the name Ben Johnson? Uh, the offensive coordinator for the Lions. I think he's going to be a hot commodity. Look what he's done there, how he's turned that team around. And he's done it with a fairly average quarterback, Jared Goff. So uh, he could be unwrapped too. Uh, we'll go to the Penguins here. I'll start it off here. I'm I'm not ready to sell on them yet, Dave. I know you're ready to rebuild, but I'm going to double down here and I'm going to offer you're them. quadrupling down. Let's be yeah, honest. I'm going to offer them. The uh, Braden Yeager, who they picked first over in the first round, I think it was last year. I'm going to give him a second rounder and a fourth rounder this year. I'm going to call up Calgary and I'm going to ask for Elias Lindholm. He's a good center, a good right wing, 
and uh, he'll it's, take it's, some pressure. It's, it's Christmas uh, season, yeah. Dave. You gotta get in the spirit, man. Yeah, he's gonna take pressure off Malkin. He's gonna add depth to the lineup. He's great on the penalty kill. He could be good on the power play. And I'm gonna try one last time to get Pittsburgh a championship. Oh, Bob. Oh, boy. If you were general manager, the other general manager would love you to death. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I would give them two or three actual prospects that they could call up. I mean, you want to talk about depth? This team could be a contender if the bottom six wasn't so horrid. And they have nothing. I mean, okay, um, 48 has come up in his name. I'm sorry. It's, it's escaping me. This, Tyler Kennedy. No, no. The one <laughs> yeah. who, who's on their power play right now. Oh, Pustinen. Pustinen. I'm yeah. sorry about that. He has actually done something, but that's one out of about eight call-ups. The other ones have all been pretty bad. And, oh, yeah. and so they just don't have that guy. You know, when they, when they won in 16 and 17, it was the rust and the Gensels and, and the Shearies that came up and, and made the difference. They don't have that. And they're not going to, this is a young man's game. I keep saying it. You can't win with a bunch of 35 year olds. No, I, I'm starting to feel that way. I, I would give the Penguins the gift of consistency because every time you watch the Penguins, it's like you're watching different teams. You watch other teams in the NHL. You kind of know what you're going to get from night to night for the most part. Not the Penguins. I mean, one thing, they've been entertaining. Because, I mean, holy smoke, some nights it's just like, who is this team? And yeah. another night it's like, who is this team? <laughs> Seven, Sometimes you get both in the same game, like the what, Minnesota that, game. That's yeah. true. That's Seven true. Seven nothing against Toronto. Yep. Oh, my gosh. But uh, back to Lindholm real quick. The cap hit is manageable. He's at $4.85 million, and he's on an expiring deal this year. So it's not totally crazy. All right, let's give each other a gift here. And uh, Dave, I'll let you start. What kind of gifts do you have for us? Me? Yeah, unless oh, you need some boy. time here. Yeah, I, 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 oh, don't put me on the spot. All right. you go. I already know. I already thought about this a lot. I would give Glassman, I would give him the opportunity to ref in the Super Bowl. Ooh, I think that would great. be a really cool thing for him. And for you, I'd get you master's tickets. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, so if, if Summer were, would like that more than me. She I might. Yeah. Well, you get the pimento cheese sandwiches oh, and nice. you go and get the egg salad ess two egg salad sandwiches get all that so yeah that's how i'd get you guys i think those would be pretty good gifts for you guys. thanks d i appreciate that yeah. well, i you know what i got you is i got you a bootlegged travis kelsey jersey <laughs> that was signed by taylor swift yes oh yes. there we go yeah. yes i love that and dave i got you front row tickets to wrestlemania and an aaron Rodgers jersey yes yeah yes i thought you liked me what, what is going on here that's huh? right oh my my goodness oh I, I deal with this all day yeah. I, I didn't have to deal with it at seven at night do I? I know, oh, right? i'm not gonna go that route i'm not gonna be mean like bob <laughs> maybe i should get him new batteries for his cyborg engine that's but right no right. now what I, what i would do is because i had this experience once and i think bob would love it some years ago we had a rec team when i lived in dc and we actually got to play right on the ice right after the caps play oh nice and that's a cool experience so yeah. i would gift you playing on the ice I would say with the Penguins, but it's probably going to be after the Penguins if we're going to, you know, we, none of us are like <laughs> that good. Even, even the Cyborg a, might not be NHL quality. Yeah. Um, and for you, I would get you tickets to the championship of the play, the in-season tournament. Yes. Oh, there yes. You go. go to Vegas, see the Lakers win the chip. Shaq was making fun of that banner being hung up, but it's the first time that's done. I think that's a great thing. And again, it's worked well for a lot of different sports, especially the world's most popular sport. So, and everything about that in-season tournament was a success and the Lakers won which was fantastic even better if, for you if you guys I don't know if you had a chance to watch it and I've said it for I watched a quarter of a game yeah I was texting some friends some of those in-season tournament games that that final 
against the Lakers versus the Pacers was one of, and this is not hyperbole, one of the best regular season basketball games I have ever watched. Everyone on that court wanted to win that game. I mean, I, yeah, they got a half a million dollars and everything else, but it was the first time it was done. I thought it was awesome, but thanks for the tickets. Yeah. There you go. Is that the only one they're going to do this year? That's it. And okay. then now, now they're actually going for the Larry O'Brien, which is, you know, it's like their, their Stanley Cup. Right. So, yeah, so the Lakers should be back there. Yeah, they're going to make some trades. They're going to get Zach Levine or uh, DeMar DeRozan, so we're going to see what happens there. All right, well, thanks for the gifts, guys, and uh, I hope our, our Pittsburgh teams like their presence as well. Uh, when we come back, we're going to look at our Week 16 predictions and see where we stand in the standings as we continue the Pick'em Contest. Stay with us as we continue Under Review, sponsored by Smith Lawn and Landscaping and Dr. Greg Glineski at Wise Eyes. Do you have a car sitting around you want to get rid of? Then here's a great idea. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Yes, one fast call to the Veteran Car Donation Program and we'll come and remove your car for free fast, free towing, and 24-hour response. You can donate most cars, trucks, or SUVs in most conditions. The proceeds raised goes to help active military, veterans, and their families, and you get a tax deduction. All you need to do is make this free call. Get rid of that old car and help the vets. We make it easy. Make this free call now and book your fast and easy pickup. Call the Veteran Donation Program now. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Operators are standing by. Here's the number. 800-726-0144. That's 800-726-0144. We don't know who they are. Uh, they've come from all around the world. Uh, you've come from Iran. They've come from Russia, China, the Middle East. Because these are not normal times. There will absolutely be prospective terrorists that have come across. I think there will be a terrorist attack that we'll be able to link to our border. Stay close to the news. 96.7 and 99.7 FM and 14.20 AM. And on your computer at connectradio.fm. Here's your Connect FM Tri-County forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with lows around 21. West winds around 5 miles per hour. Mainly cloudy skies tomorrow 40. Overcast tomorrow night lows level off around 24. Overcast skies Friday with highs around 42. 44 slight chance of rain showers Saturday. That's your Tri-County forecast throughout the hour throughout your busy day on Connect FM. Right now 32. Now, let's go back to Under Review on Connect FM. Here again, Bob Anderson, Dave Glass, and Dave Herzing. All right, so back to our Christmas theme here, guys, and uh, it's time to make our picks for the week. It's all I want for Christmas is some some wins here in the standings because Dave is starting to run away with it here. Dave, give us the update. Well, the update I have, I, I was pulling away this week a little, but I had a bad night. Like, you guys each took a game from me late. Um, and so I went 11 and 5, and you both went 10 and 6. So you pulled right up next to me. And I, I, I had the standings figured out, and I, I have to be honest, I forgot them. I think I'm up on you on you by one or two games, and I think you're on him by one game. So it's we're with, it's still really neck, close. And neck, 
Yeah. It's still for <laughs> Three being amazing through 15 oh, weeks. Nice. Through 15 weeks, I believe it's still anybody's ball game because, guys, there are some really hard games oh, this definitely. week. Is it time to start taking some chances here? I guess we'll see. Uh, so there's four teams that have locked up playoff spots so far. The Ravens are the only team in the AFC. In the NFC, the, the 49ers, Eagles, and Cowboys are all in. The other 10 spots are all up for grabs in this week's games. Boy, there's some big ones there in terms of playoffs uh, implications. Let's start tomorrow night. The Saints, 7-7 seven and seven at the Rams, 7-7. Seven and seven. And not many people would have thought this would be an important game about a month ago, but this is a huge one, Dave. Yeah, it is, you know, and, and here again, a couple of dome teams. I always find that interesting. There's not, I don't believe there's as much home field advantage when you've got that. But, uh, you know, I, I early in the year, I was on New Orleans a lot. I, I think they've been kind of doing it with smoke and mirrors lately, and, and I, I'm going to take the Rams at home. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams at home. I just think they're a better team. Um, I, I, New Orleans is on short week, right? Right? Um, I think they are. I, they I, played I, Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's so yeah. There's another thing right there. I think it obviously works in the Rams' favor. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I just I've seen the Rams play several times this year. They're kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team. So if if they're on, they're on. And if they're on against New Orleans, they're gonna they're what are they favored by four? They'll beat them by more than four. Yeah, this is a huge game for both teams. A win this week gives the Rams a 74 percent chance of making the playoffs. A loss plummets them to 12 percent. Saints win, they're at 79%, and if they lose, they're at 26%. I, I guess it depends on the divisions there. But uh, anyhow, the Saints have won two in a row, but they played some weak teams. And in the meantime, Stafford and Kyron Williams, they're they are tearing it up. And and if you can do anything on the Saints, you can run the ball. So give me the, uh, give me the Rams. All right, we got the Bengals, 8-6 at the Steelers, 7-7, seven seven, a Saturday night uh, afternoon brawl here. Yes. The yes. Stairway talk. It, it's stairway talk is the best talk. The loyal sons know it. All you listeners now should know it by now. Stairway is going to win this game by 10. It's, <laughs> it's the Christmas season. It's going to be a Christmas miracle. It's Rudolph's team, baby. If Gardner Minshew could throw strikes and Browning can throw strikes and, and Tommy Cutlass can throw strikes for a few games. There's no reason why Mason Rudolph can't beat a backup and it's he's been a backup longer, so that's kind of my reasoning. In, in all honesty, guys, I'm rooting for Mason Rudolph. I mean, think about it. What he's dealt with as a backup and all the ups and downs of playing under you know in that team, and he's been a class act all the way. So I'm rooting for him at stairway here. I'm going stairway by ten, baby. And this must be a different uh, Mason Rudolph than I remember. I don't know. I, I can't go stairway here. I'm sorry. The the way they've been playing, they don't deserve my pick. Uh, Browning looks good, and and the Bengals. I mean, Jamar Chase might not play, but they probably don't need him. If the Steelers win by 10, that means they're giving up zero points because that's about all they can score. Well, and, and I have to say this, D, you know, I, I'm, I'm a converted, you know, I want to see Tomlin go. If this team somehow limps to nine and eight, they won't fire him. You're you right. know that's true. They'll I learn know. the wrong lessons. I, 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 oh, believe me. Listen, that is, the, that is the awful scenario of this, you know, no losing season yeah. under Mike Tomlin. You know, the Rich Eisens of the world touting this guy's accomplishments. He's, he's one of these guys, he's not a gamer. He's a regular season guy. And when the lights get bright, they're too bright for him. Well, I don't know about that, but I do know I want him to go. And and them going eight and nine or nine and eight just gives them a middling draft pick. 
look, I'm probably going to end up rooting for them, but it's, I'm not going to. It's not going to break my heart if they lose, and I can't pick them in this game. I just can't. There's no chance. Well, you just said about taking chances, Bob. So I took a chance. Well, there you there. go. I, I mean, it's a, hey, stairway it's, talk. It's, we it's need a, the Abba song. Take a chance. Yeah, that's right. Abba, that's a great Abba. song. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Uh, when you think of the Steelers, like this is the kind of game they would typically win, but they just haven't responded this year the way that they typically do. All right, we got the Bills eight and six at the Chargers five and nine, a Saturday night game, eight o'clock. And these are the Bills that we expected to see, isn't it? Yeah, right. I mean, this will be a weird test for Buffalo because, you know, they they've been one of those teams like the past couple weeks, wow. They have been so impressive. Josh oh, Allen looks like the you know the old Josh Allen. I mean, they are firing on all cylinders. The spread is huge on this game, but that hey, you might be right about that. Um I honestly think, I mean, Buffalo's going to win this game, but I think it's going to be a little closer than what people think it's going to be. Yeah, give me Buffalo, too, the way they dominated last week. I know they're going across country, but uh, the Chargers haven't shown much this year. Well, I, look, I'm going to take Buffalo. Let's start with that. This line, though, if we were doing against the spread, guys, 14 and a half, 14 and a half with the Chargers just changing their coach and Buffalo showing all year long that they, they play down to their opponents at times. Man, oh man, I think it's going to be, I'm like you, I do think the Chargers will get a little spark. Now they lost the quarterback for the year. That hurts. uh, So I I don't know what the Chargers have left in the tank. You got to take Buffalo. All right, we got the Colts eight and six at the Falcons six and eight, Dave. Oh man, this game, this is the start of like seven games in a row that are really, really, really hard to pick because you look at Indianapolis's roster, they keep winning like last week. I mentioned it on the air. They they won with a backup quarterback, a backup running back, a bunch of backups on the line, and and and, and they had no business you know winning, much less dominating the second half yeah. the way they did. So you got to give them respect for that. But on the other hand, they you can't win with that kind of smoke and mirrors forever. And this Atlanta team, they're they're, they're feisty. You know, I didn't think they were any good, and I'm still not sure they are. But at home, I'm taking Atlanta just because I think sooner or later. This, the Indy, these injuries are going to kill Indy. Yeah, I'm actually going to take Indy. Uh, Gardner Minshew, I don't know what – he's pulling rabbits out of his hat. He's fun to watch. And I'll tell you what, I didn't watch that Falcons-Panthers game. Uh, th- that was a travesty of football, I guess. That was the game where you get in for 45 cents. <laughs> so I, I just don't see the Falcons uh, as any sort of formidable team at all. So I'm taking the Colts in this one. Yeah, I'll take the Colts here too. And hopefully we can get a leg up on Dave on this one. But, uh, you know, honestly, I could see it going either way. Neither of these teams have been easily predictable this year. I think I've missed most games with both teams. And, you know, it's a dome game. You just yeah, you never know. There's there's no real advantage. Well, I do have to mention something about that game. You said it was 45 cents to get in, and I, I texted you guys. There was less than 400 off yards of offense total in that game. So I'm not sure a 45 cent paying <laughs> fan got their money's worth. Yeah, I mean, that was fun. a horrible game. All right, we got the Seahawks seven and seven at the Titans five and nine. D. Um, yeah, I'm actually rooting for the Seahawks in this one. Uh, Lonnie's a Seahawks fan, so I always pull for the Seahawks for him. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the Seahawks are a better team. Um, Drew Locke actually looked pretty good. Um, I don't know if Gene, is Geno Smith coming back or is he, what are they saying? I, I'm I haven't still heard picking, much. He might get Wally pipped. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still picking Seattle in this one. Um, and also it's Tannehill. I think he's. I think because Levis got hurt. Yeah, so yeah, Tannehill will be back. Yeah, so. could be back. He's Tannehill's back. Being back is the best. <laughs> All right. Yes, I'm picking Seattle. I'm taking Seattle too. They they need to win this game. They're in the they're in the playoff hunt here. The Titans, eh, they're five and nine. They're not gonna 
make any hay here. So my question is though, is this a letdown game for Seattle and, and can they keep it going? But I'm going to, I'm going to give them the win. I think it's more of a letdown game for Tennessee. I mean, they put everything they had in the last two weeks and they came up short agonizingly. So, you know, now you're five and nine, you've got no chance. I, I, I kind of look for them to maybe fall apart, especially with, with Tannehill. I mean, with Levis, you could see the future with Tannehill. All you see is nothing. So you got to pick Seattle, I think. All right, we got the Lions 10 and 4 at the Vikings 7 and 7 and after a mid-season hiccup here, the Lions look like themselves again from the beginning of the season. They thrashed the the Broncos last week. Uh they can clinch the division today or this week for the first time in 30 years. I feel you Detroit fans, I'm going with Detroit here. The Vikings are not out of it. They actually are holding on to a playoff spot. So you give them some credit, but uh, boy, that was a tough loss last week for them. Yeah, it really was. And and well, look, Detroit's problems have been turnovers. When they take care of the ball, they're fine. And you know, I'm not sold on Detroit on Minnesota at all. I think that Detroit is going to be very motivated to to clinch this thing. Um, who'd have thought they'd have a clinching? I thought they'd win the division. I think a lot of us did before the season. But to clinch in Week 16 would be really impressive. So I'm going Detroit. Yeah, with with what's on the line, I, I just can't take Minnesota here, so I'm taking Detroit as well. We got the Commanders four and ten at the Jets five and nine. I don't know what to say about this one, Dave. Worst game of the week. You got the worst defense against the worst offense. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, I'm taking the Jets only because they're at home, not because I believe in them at all. I don't. You could take Washington. I'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, that that's this is one of those games. I, I it's we've done this now for 16 weeks. When you see a game like this in the schedule, I'm taking the Jets. Just to your point, Dave, they're at home. I'm taking the Jets. That's the only reason. I took the Commanders here. They've dropped five in a row. They got to win at some point, right? Oh, he's playing the hidden vigorous card. Oh yeah, you old Pirate fans know the hidden vigorous card. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> oh, I got to explain. I hope to it you works. Um, anyhow, <laughs> surely the Commanders have one more win in them this year. We got the Packers six and eight at the Panthers two and twelve. D, I, I got to take the Packers in this one. The Panthers eked out a win last week. I don't know how they did it, but they did. Um, Atlanta's not that great of a team. I, I honestly think Green Bay's a lot better of a team than Atlanta. There's no way this Panthers team wins two in a row. I, I just don't see how it's possible. So yeah, I'm taking Green Bay here. Boy, times are tough there in Carolina. They drew fifty two hundred fans last week. Just oh. to give you some comparison. Are you serious? Uh, yep. I hadn't seen that. Yep. And the stadium holds 75,000. So like Dubois homecoming game got about 5,000 fans. Yeah. You know, that's what we're talking about here. Uh, you know what? I thought the Packers were coming along. I got to take them. But boy, those were two disappointing losses in a row here. And they couldn't stop Tampa Bay last week. Well, they'll be able to stop Carolina. Yeah, that's you know, a different. I, I can't see Carolina putting 25 up on them. And Green Bay, yeah, that was a bad game. But I you got to pick Green Bay in this. I think I, I certainly am. We got the Browns nine and five at the Texans eight and six. Another big game in terms of the playoff hunt. The Browns survived last week against the Bears. Um, they hold the five spot. For me, if C.J. Stroud was playing this week, I'd take the Texans. But now the rumors are he's not going to be playing. So I'll take Cleveland. By the way, Cleveland's defense is not nearly as good on the road as it is at home. They are giving up 30 points per game on the road, only 13 points per game at home. But uh, give that, me the Browns. Is that a sign-stealing thing? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know they don't do that. But that it, 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 you start to wonder when you see that much of a yeah. difference. Uh, 
I'm in the exact same boat. I've been watching Stroud, and oftentimes I'm too busy. I don't look. I've been watching Stroud for the last two days because he was the key to this. If he plays, I was taking them. If he doesn't play, I don't know how you can possibly take them because he's basically they they they're well. They showed last year they're not a good team at all without him. Um, but I got to give a shout out to somebody, and I've never been a Joe Flacco fan. But you got to feel good for this guy. Yeah. I mean, he comes literally off the couch, literally off the couch, and he has saved their season. Oh, yeah. That's a cool story. And you know what? I think a lot of people in Cleveland want to embrace it because they were they felt so dirty about the the, the situation with with uh, the, the other quarterback, you know, yeah. and and, and the, the allegations and all this stuff. So, you know, good for them. Good for Cleveland. I don't. Cleveland Browns fans are have had a horrible luck, and you know what? This they're not going to win the Super Bowl, but this is a cool story. Yeah, well, I'm going to take the Browns, and it's been fun watching Flacco. Uh, I mean, hey, people, you know, all of us remember he had one of the greatest postseason runs of all time when he played at Baltimore, got him that contract. I mean, he was free, lights out. I mean, I remember him during that run. He was as good as Joe Montana during that one single run, and then that was it for him. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i taking the Browns. But if Stroud played, to your point, Dave, I would have taken the Texans. Yeah, well, if the Texans win this week, give uh, count me as a D'Amico Ryan apologist for Coach of the Year. We got the Jaguars 8-6 and six at the Buccaneers 7-7. Seven and seven. I think we're over to you, Dave. Well, you know, this line is and, – and, and I think this is all the sharps looking at what Tampa Bay did last week in Green Bay and saying, wait a minute. You know, because this is a half-point Jacksonville favorite. Now, I, I also understand that uh, Lawrence is beat up. It's not, you know, he, I don't think he's practiced yet this week. I yeah. still think he'll play. Well, he's but, never missed a game in his career. Yeah, I still NFL. think he plays, but they're only half-point favorite. You know, I, until last week, I was like, yeah, Tampa, I, they just don't seem that good. But, man, nobody goes up to Lambeau and lights them up like he, like uh, – yeah, like Mayfield did. It's and and that's what you get from Mayfield. You get a game like that, and he's likely to throw four interceptions this week. I'm banking on that. I still think Jacksonville's the better team, so I took them. Yeah, I'm actually taking Tampa Bay in this one just because of Baker Mayfield and the fact that Trevor Lawrence, I, I don't think, is 100. Uh, percent He was just talking. They said the other day about the season being long, and he, he felt a little banged up. I mean, so maybe, hey, maybe the the mileage is getting to him here a little bit. But yeah, I'm taking Tampa Bay in this one. Jags are only favored by one, so. Yeah, this one could go either way. Interstate matchup. I'm going to take the Jaguars here. They're in desperate need of a win. I think they get one. We got the Bears five and nine at the Cardinals three and eleven. D. I'm going to take the Bears only because they're favored. That's it. <laughs> I can't believe you're going against Kyler Murray. Here. I know. I like Kyler Murray, but yeah, this is these teams. The NFL this year of all the years. I don't know if you guys have felt this way. I've watched so many more games because of this show. The NFL's not been great this year. It's no. it's been very subpar. Um, a oh, lot the of the start, yeah, the quarterback yeah. injuries have changed the, the landscape of the league, and this game right here is a testament to that. Who who even unless you're a diehard fan, why do you care about this game? Or, a, or just a, a gambling addict. Well, the quarterbacks know. are running, you know. Yeah. I, I, I'm interested in Murray, but I'm not going to watch it. I'm not saying yeah. that, but that would be the reason. But to your point, and, and we've said this on this show before, when people wonder why they throw flags every time you touch a quarterback, yeah. this is why. They have a product. They have to protect it. Their product is being diminished because of all these injuries. And, and, and again, that's why they suspended the state. I don't agree with it, but they want healthy players. They've got big investments. Yeah. Uh, give me the Bears. Okay. I'm also taking the Bears, and 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 
real quickly, I know we've got to move on. Chicago has is, is sneakily been better than you think. Oh, I mean, they've lost – they found ways to lose games that I didn't think were possible this year. But the underlying metrics are actually pretty strong. Watch out for them and next def- year. Yeah, their defense has been a lot better. <clears throat> we got the Cowboys 10-4 and four at the Dolphins 10-4. and four. This is a good matchup. I, I think it goes to me. To me, these two teams are mere images of each other. One, they're both good at home. They're both Im- seemingly contenders, but they haven't beaten anybody. So I'm going to take the Dolphins. They're at home. The Cowboys aren't nearly as good a- on the road. Um, give me the Dolphins. I-, I went back and forth on this for the same reason you said. Each time both these teams have been challenged, they've laid eggs for the most part. Now, you know, Dallas did come up big la- last week, not this week. Um, but... I'm taking Dallas because I still think that sooner or later he's got to have, you know, Dak's got to have a good game against a good team. And Miami's defense has been there for the taking at times, but I could see either way on this. Yeah, I'm actually going to take Dallas in this one. Miami's one of those teams, yeah, they've they've played well at home just like the Cowboys, but I I think right now Dak's having a better year overall than Tua. Um, I don't think Tyreek Hill comes back at 100% either, so I think that plays a huge factor in it. So, yeah, I'm taking Dallas in this one. Nice. Uh, we got the Patriots 3-11 at the Broncos 7-7 seven and seven on Sunday night football, Dave. Well, this one's pretty easy. I think New England is done. I think they're tuning in Belichick out. Denver isn't great, but that mile-high advantage is a big thing. I'm taking Denver. Yeah, I'm going to take Denver as well. The Patriots look lifeless. Uh, the Broncos are favored here by almost seven. So, yeah, I'm going to take Denver in this one as well. Yeah, the Broncos need to win out, really, to make the playoffs here. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. we got three Christmas games that we have to uh, – finish here but uh, we're running long on this segment so let's take a break as we take a chance on mason rudolph uh when we return (laughs) we'll bring back uh the christmas games and uh stay with us on under reviews sponsored by smith lawn and landscaping and dr greg lineski at wise eye Times are changing, but at Spitzer Dubois and St. Mary, our focus has always been on treating our customers like family. For over 100 years, that has always been true. So we invite you to experience our enduring tradition and spend the holiday season with someone who's always got your back, Spitzer Auto World. Enjoy Panda protection with the Spitzer Shield, featuring our lifetime nationwide powertrain warranty, first year of complimentary maintenance, and much more. The times will change, but we'll always stay true to the most important thing, which is ensuring we give you our best each and every day. Visit Spitzer.com today and experience all the benefits of shopping with Spitzer Dubois and St. Mary's, an enduring tradition of over 100 years for a reason. From our family to yours, we want to wish you a happy holiday. Shop online at any time using Spitzer Speed Pass. Visit us today at Spitzer.com. Must complete regular maintenance at manufacturer specified intervals and document it. Any breakdowns must be completed at a Spitzer location within 40 miles. Warranty effective anywhere in the continental United States of America, Alaska, Hawaii, and Canada. Complimentary maintenance applies to new vehicle purchases. See dealer for complete details. The numbers say it all. 65% of Americans' shopping budgets are still spent in-store, and 61% shop at local businesses because of their unique products. Plus, small businesses employ almost 60 million people, and 56% of workers at locally owned businesses have high commitment scores. What do all those numbers mean? That shopping small and shopping local benefits you 
and our community. So get away from that keyboard and shop in person and local at businesses today. The Day Spa of Dubois on Brady Street in downtown Dubois. Junk Dealer's Daughter, located on West Long Avenue in Dubois. Day Spa 10, across from Luigi's on Brady Street in Dubois. Winery of Wilcox, on Beeline Highway, across from Wendy's. Merle Norman Boutique, located on Brady Street, across from the Dubois Public Library. And Infused IV Bar, located on Midway Drive in Dubois. Sunny 106 and Connect FM. Uh, welcome to the Hitching Post. What can I get you? The Hitching Post is open seven days a week every day starting mornings at 6.30 and open weekends till 2 a.m. Monday night is wing night. $9 a dozen, eat-in only. Wednesday is a midweek crab feast at a special price and live music Saturdays. See our full menu at hitchingpost1971.com. Dine in today or get it to go. Liberty Boulevard in Dubois. Thanks for your continued support and love for the Post. Family owned since 1971. The Hitching Post. What's your call? This is Under Review on Connect FM. You can call Bob, Dave, and Dave at 814-372-1420. Join the chat on their Facebook page by searching Under Review Sports. All right, we talked about it, guys, and uh, we already picked... uh... Our, our Christmas games here, we got the Chiefs and the Eagles. We both think that they're going to win those games pretty handily. But this Ravens and 49ers game, that's the one that we really need to spend our time on. Could this be a Super Bowl preview? Both teams are playing for number one seeds. The Ravens have won four in a row, and the Niners have won six in a row. Dave, how do you feel about this well, one? First of all, I have to confess, I broke my own rule last week. I said I was taking Baltimore as long as Jackson was healthy. And and I didn't, and I paid for it. That was just silly on my part. And then I'm going to turn around and do it again because th- this is a different game. I mean, look, this isn't about Jackson or Baltimore. They're a good team. I think this will be a good game. San Francisco at home when they're healthy, I, man, that's really, really tough. On a neutral field, I think this would be even more of an interesting game. And it we, may, we, we might well see that in February. Um, this would be my pick right now, by the way, for a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, game. mine too. Um, mine too. Because Baltimore is really starting to separate themselves in the AFC, in my opinion. But uh, San Francisco's the real deal. And and if you can stop Jackson or even slow him down, I just, I'm still not sold on that, that offense to be diverse enough against a really, really quality team like San Francisco. We'll see. Yeah, this is this is one of those games. The, the Monday night games this year, we've had some doozies, and this is no exception. Um, I, I have to take San Francisco. Uh, they've just looked so much better than every other team in the NFL. They have so many ways they can beat you. Um, but again, as we were talking off the air, you never know from week 16 on to the playoffs, all these teams have suffered major injuries. The 49ers had, but you know, not season ending or any sort of real length of time the 49ers have proven to be vulnerable as well. So one injury, two injuries, to that team changes everything as same way with Baltimore. You take Lamar Jackson away, totally different team. But again, I'm going to take San Francisco in this yeah, game. Yeah, definitely San Francisco. They've won by an average of 18.8 points per at home in, in each of their wins, which is crazy. That is crazy. Uh, the winning quarterback here could be the 
MVP of the league, I think. But the funny thing is the 49ers to me, they might have two MVPs on their team, Brock Purdy. But what Christian McCaffrey is doing is unbelievable. It's it's crazy. I mean, the guy scored like every game except for one this year, I think. And he torched me in fantasy last week. Thanks a lot. (laughs) But uh, yeah, this this should be a good game. Well, and, and, and to that point, if there were two players, I'd say that teams should put under and bubble wrap until the playoffs, it would be CMC probably after this week. And if Baltimore clinches, you know, the top seed, which they, they might, depending on how the other games go, uh, that would sit Jackson. There's no reason he should play against Pittsburgh. I know he'll want to. No way. I know people are like, oh, the rust. This, that. If he sprains his MCL against Pittsburgh in a meaningless game, you that, lose in it. the playoffs. So well, you get, They'll you be can't knocked play. out in the first round. Yeah. All right, here's a poll question we asked this week. Which Pittsburgh sports team will be the next to win a championship? We put the Penguins, Pirates, and Steelers on there, and I was pretty surprised by these results. I know you were, Dave. The Penguins won with 58% of the vote. The Pirates got 35%, and the Steelers got one vote. Yeah, and I think it was mine. old Dave Glass. Yeah, and I'm going to defend that, guys, because, look, A— NFL rebuilds happen quick. All you need to do is find a good quarterback. And I know that sound, that's easier said than done, but once you find that, look around the league. You're competitive. Well, look at look, what the Texans look like exactly. this year compared yeah. to last so, year. Oh, that's a perfect Find example. your quarterback yeah. and then build the rest. That's A. B, careers are shorter, but that means rebuilds are shorter, okay? Dynasties don't last nearly as long, with a few exceptions. But generally speaking, you look at playoff teams in the NFL, they they switch out all the time. And, and C... That you've got the most stable ownership situation in all of football. You've had they've been very stable with their coaching, very stable with their front office. I know we're talking about we want to change right now, but we're not saying you know this has been almost twenty years. I think over the long haul, that's that's the thing that kind of thing that wins. And I just I love everything about their underlying foundation. I don't love that about the Pirates at all, and that's why I can't possibly see why anybody would pick them to win. As long as they have that ownership group, they're never going to make the big, aggressive move like you've seen Pittsburgh, the Steelers, and the Penguins make. I will give you credit. If I was a a fan, I would want my GM to be aggressive like Bob is all the time (laughs) when talking about his trades. The Pirates are just chickens about this stuff they never make that kind of move and you cannot win without that and the penguins well the one time they did they screwed up that well exactly that was just horrible but and the penguins they don't have anywhere near enough coming i mean look these guys are old the end is coming look at what's happened to ovechkin he's he looks done sid non-existent sid and gino are going to be done guys as as legitimate elite players in a year or two i'm telling you and there's nothing coming and you're talking about seven years to rebuild. This is not find a, when they had Sid, it still took years, right? And they, they got lucky in a number of drafts in a row. Look at Edmonton. They have two of the top four players in the league. They still aren't there. It's so hard to win a cup. Yeah. That, I, hey, I'll tell you what, um, Pittsburgh, though, the, the way they've drafted, it, it's been a little mind numbing taking Najee Harris first well, round, that, yeah, that type good. of stuff. They've, I mean, they've been lucky though. They've found some diamonds in the rough. They're, they've always drafted good receivers, good skill players. But I think they need a change in culture there if they're going to be first to win out of all the it's Pittsburgh just a little teams. Stale, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there. I always laugh. I tell my wife this all the time, and I truly do mean this. I would pay anything, any amount of money, if the Pirates win the World Series. Because I just, that's something I never would think I'd see. Yep. It reminds me of like when the Cubs went to the World Series years ago yep. and broke the curse. People were doing whatever they could or to the get the Sox in 04. Yeah, absolutely. So 
for me, I honestly think like the Pirates are, are light years away from any sort of contention. Um, the Penguins, that ownership group is so aggressive and they always do things for their fans. They're always trying to put winners on the ice. So I just don't see them never being in the mix. They're always going to be there. Maybe that's just foolish optimism, but the Pens have been the class act in Pittsburgh since it, I mean, they've been the class act for a long time. Well, and if you're going to tank, you might as well do it the right way. And that's why I say give up those picks. Hey, it's time to get lost, guys. Hey, hashtag get lost. Uh, this, uh, uh, my brother actually sent this to me. He's down in Texas right now. Hashtag get lost socks for Christmas. That no thought whatsoever. Why in the world are you giving socks for Christmas? So hashtag get lost to socks for Christmas. I agree with that 100%. And I'm going to say hashtag give, giving clothes for men for good i don't want clothes i don't like buying clothes i don't i certainly don't want clothes bought for me my wife is she's listening to this is laughing right now but <laughs> seriously i don't get it socks underwear ties no well i say hashtag hashtag get lost to fruitcakes yes oh, yes get, out of here. Like get lost fruitcakes yes Fruit and cake that does i agree not, with you those two things do not belong together and hashtag the pressure of trying to find the perfect gift for your spouse it's just too much pressure you want something You go buy it. I'll buy what I want. Hey, guys, it was a great episode. Next week, we'll be back for a New Year's special. And uh, everybody have a happy holiday. We'll see you next week. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone.